Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado, Colorado's premier outdoor radio show heard every Saturday afternoon on KLZ 560 with insights on hunting, fishing, archery, guns, and ammo from Colorado's top outfitters featuring the industry's leading experts on how to enhance your experience in the great outdoors. Now, here's your host, Scott Watley. Good afternoon and welcome to Sportsman Colorado. Thank you so much for being with us today. Hey, nice day outside, but as John Rush just mentioned, if you were listening to Drive Radio, I uh, just received a tornado warning here. It's going to be with us till 8 p.m. and on the eastern plains, and uh, but also a lot of counties right here around us. So uh, everyone just be careful out there and hope you have a great, great weekend. Well, we're going to kick things off with our good friend, Quentin Smith, QRS Outdoor Specialties. We've been hunting with Quentin for a number of years, and hey, the big game draw results should be out shortly. So, Quentin, how are you, sir? Hey, good, Scott. How's things going today? Hey, doing well. So what's the weather like over in Meeker? Well, by the sounds of it, nothing like what you guys are <laughs> saying, for sure. So, well, it's sunny. We've gotten a little bit of rain here in the last day or so, and uh, lots and lots of wind. So, yeah. Um, but uh, hopefully this rain will keep coming and keep greening things up for us. Sure, absolutely. Well, man, our draw results, uh, they say, will be posted uh, the 24th through the 28th here. And uh, so I know everybody's excited about that. Uh, so uh, let's just kind of look at a recap our last season uh, with QRS, uh, Wyoming and Colorado. And then we'll talk a little bit about what's going on this year. Cool, cool. Yeah, it's exciting draw results right here. There's... Lots of people ready to see what's happened, that's for sure. Absolutely. All right, so, um, boy, you got great places here, and I'm still, to be very transparent, have not made it to Wyoming, but I want to do that. But let's talk about just a little bit what QRS has to offer here in Colorado. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, of course, we've been outfitting here for now over 22 years altogether. Uh, Most everything's right here in Meeker, uh, all contiguous ground, private land, 13,000 acres uh, that we've, ex- you know, extensively managed and, and uh, done a lot of habitat improvement work and things on to increase the quality of wildlife and such on them. And so um, pretty much all your western big game species, your mildew, your, your uh, elk and bear, stuff for the mountain anyways, we don't have any antelope or, uh, or uh, whitetail here in Colorado anyhow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Uh, Great elk, mule deer, and black bear hunting. A little bit of moose hunting out in our country for sure. Uh, we're seeing more and more come along as as time progresses, and that's great to see starting to build up in the area as well. Boy, bear season last year was very successful, huh? <laughs> it was, yeah. So, of course, you ran into a situation last year, much like kind of what this year's shown up to be in our country with the with a lot of the drought you know very little moisture we're below snowpack again this year and and same thing last year we had you know 45 to 60 days before we ever even seen the first drop of weather in this country and and uh, it really pushed them bears looking for feed sources for sure so um, i think we ended up with a total of nine bear hunters and left with nine bear taken and some super nice ones at that you got one as well. Absolutely. No, absolutely. Hey, I'm just working my way up for that bigger, bigger, That's bigger, right. bigger <laughs> one. All right. <laughs> All a stepping stone. <laughs> absolutely. Quentin Smith is with us, QRS Outdoor Specialties. You can reach Quentin at 970-366-0004. And as you stand right now, and I realize, you know, of course, with tags and all the things, but as you stand right now, everything in Colorado is full up, correct? 
It is, yes. Of course, we wait the draw just like any others on first, fourth, and muzzleloader, but uh, uh, we should be in really good shape on them on draw odds anyhow. Um, so that's uh, we're, we're just waiting those draw results as well, but uh, at this point in time, we're taking bookings into 22 and 23 right now for Colorado. All right. Now, what about Wyoming? How do things stand? Well, a little different subject up there. Uh, elk draw just come out here on the 20th. And, uh, of course, non-residents are 100% draw in Wyoming. And uh, we had a series of nine hunters apply and drew one. Uh, and so much wow. like um, uh, many of the different people up there, we're seeing lots of different things come out from many of the different outfitters and places around in Wyoming. That draw results have definitely taken a different change. And that could be just, you know, the total amount of people that apply. We've seen a huge increase in people the last several years. And uh, and so that's definitely changed that preference point game uh, accordingly. But something that I don't think we've really got enough experience into the numbers of people that are applying the last year or so drastically changing to know if we're going to see a trend of that upwards area of preference points being more and more. So the cool thing about our area, we have a trophy unit in Wyoming, Unit 24 Green Mountain, which is incredible elk, super great uh, hunting up there as well, and, and plenty of plenty of ample opportunity and ground to be able to hunt and, and get into some quality elk. But directly across the road, those same exact elk don't really know the difference between them borders. <laughs> and uh, we hunt in the general uh, area across the street on the north side of the ranch, and, and um, that requires a general tag for non-residents. So um, that area is one that if someone's got a general tag and looking for a hunt right now, we've got a couple of availabilities opened up for that general season, October 1 through 14, that could wow. sure enough be a great hunt for people. So 300 to 330 class bulls across the board on it. Uh, uh, super nice elk. We've been uh, extremely, extremely high success since 2009 on that uh, hunt. And uh, so... Uh, we're we're hoping that that trend will continue. Just need a couple more hunters. All right. Hey, if you've got that general tag, give Quentin a call today. Don't wait. I'm telling you, these opportunities do not happen with QRS nine seven zero three six six zero 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 four. And uh, real quick, Quentin, I'm going to bring on a friend of ours, Sergio Alcazar. Sergio oh, was free for a few minutes. So, Sergio, how are you? I'm doing very well. How are you guys? Hey, man, we're doing great. Uh, Quentin has said it's great over in Meeker today as well. So, man, glad you could join us for a minute. But, Sergio, I wanted to bring you on a little bit. Just, uh, number one, you've hunted with Quentin, and two, with ALC Global Adventures. You uh, book hunts around the world for people, and um, over the last couple of years, I've been working with Quentin as well. So, just wanted to get your um, kind of um, testimonial, I guess I should say, for, for Quentin and uh, his operation and, um, you know, your success last year as well on a nice bear. Yeah, absolutely. As you know, uh, with AOC Global Adventures, we are uh, very picky, I would say, of who we represent and work with. And uh, thanks to you introducing me to Quentin a few years ago, um, I have sent him uh, a good number of clients, and they are all very happy. Uh, they've been successful, and they love what Quentin does. Um, he has a, a, an operation that uh, I believe is one of the best in Colorado and in Wyoming, in my opinion. And last year, I actually hunted with him personally as well uh, for bear. And I tell you, I mean, the number of bears that I saw, it was amazing. I mean, 
we have video of so many bears and we were having so much fun with all the bears that we were seeing that even Quentin was telling me, when are you going to shoot? I mean, literally, I mean, they, were, they just kept showing up and I was just taking pictures of my daughter video and it was such a great experience. Finally, I think it was about the third day or something like that. I said, I better shoot a bear because otherwise Quentin is not going to be happy with me here. <laughs> so, <laughs> he showed me so many bears and such a good, good time that uh, I really didn't want the hunt to end. I just put it that way. Um, the accommodations were outstanding, beautiful lodge, beautiful ranch. Uh, my daughter goes with me most times on my hunt. She's uh, 18, actually 19 today. The 19, and, uh, so happy birthday to Chloe. Happy birthday, yeah. Absolutely, and she just wanted to go back. I mean, so we're going back again, you know, this year for the same hunt. She enjoys so much the the family atmosphere, the lodge, the food was excellent, and of course the the wildlife. You know, I mean, it's like she's never seen so many bears before in her life. I mean, even at 20 feet and 30 feet and all kinds of bears she took video of. So I highly recommend Quintin's operation for anybody that is looking for a Western experience for um, all of these big animals that um, he offers. His um, his lion hunting is also. Uh, amazing. Uh, last uh, This winter, I sent a client over there, and uh, Quentin does so much work ahead of time for mm-hmm. these hunts that literally by the, by, by the time the client showed up, uh, I think he just shot it within a day or so. So it's very, very <laughs> successful lion hunts that he offers as well. Quentin is you wishing. should make that sound easy. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. Quentin is wishing some of your patience with the bear shooting would rub off on me. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like bear, boom. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, again, Quentin. Hey, you can only step up for you, Scott. Exactly. Quentin Smith is with us from QRS Outdoor Specialties, and also Sergio Alcazar, ALC Global Adventures. And by the way, you know, if you're looking for, um, you know, hunts uh, truly around the world, Sergio has a lot of great connections. And again. Uh, he, as he said, he is very, very picky who he represents, who he chooses to do business with, and he has hunted with them, uh, have been there, been with their guides, um, you know, as I always say, ate their food, slept in their beds, and hunted with their guides. So uh, he knows all the companies that he works with, and Sergio's number is 303-921-3055. So, Quentin, when you look, because, boy, it, it kills me, and you hate, you've had the sad stories. I have, too. We even got burned on one when I read one, and you helped the, some people out. So that happens, too, in life, I guess. But um, what do you what – do you, do you mind people asking you – I mean, I always tell people, man, just check out, you know, the outfitters. And, and Sergio, you can have some input here, too. And, you know, one thing um, Fred Eichler actually taught me one time when I was talking with Fred, he said, you know, he goes, I don't necessarily need to talk to people that were successful on a hunt because they're going to be happy. I want to talk to people right. that went on a hunt and were not successful, and they still want to book and go back. And that that's, was a great testimonial. But – what should people ask an outfitter, or how do you recommend people check out outfitters, Quentin? Well, I tell you what, I, I guess I spend just as much time interviewing the potential client, and, and hopefully our, our main goal is that they'll come in as a client, leave as a friend, and have a place to hunt year after year. Um, so, so we spend just as much time talking with those clients, making sure that they're a fit for our operation as any. Um, so we're going to ask questions about what do they expect on a hunt? What are they truly looking for? Uh, what's, what is going to make their hunt successful in their eyes? And, and so, you know, don't be afraid to ask those clients or tell those 
uh, or the outfitters that you're talking to, don't be afraid to ask them, what do, what should I expect? What am I going to see on a day-to-day basis? How is this hunt going to go? You know, what is your daily operation, daily routine look like? You know, so that all of those questions are on the table. Communicate, communicate, communicate. At the end of the day, this is a teamwork between the outfitter and the hunter. And, and uh, you know, I've been very blessed to, to hunt around the world and love hunting and continue to do that too. And so when I talk with those other outfitters, I want to make sure that I build that rapport and that relationship together with them so that when I walk in the door, I'm not having to worry about, well, I wonder if we're doing this or this or this. Right. Um, you know, it's those questions are, are out there and laid out, and, and there is no question too crazy to ask at all. If you feel like you need to ask it, ask it. And, and you know, we as guides and outfitters, a lot of times we've been doing it long enough that we get closed blinders. We know what works for us. We know how it's been done for the past 20 years, and, mm-hmm. and we continue moving in those directions and do those things. But not all the time does that always get communicated to the client or whatever. And so that becomes the important part of, of making sure you know, hey, this is what I'm getting into. This is the kind of hunt I'm looking for personally and and what i look to get out of that and then at that point be realistic be open with yourself and understand that you know hey the, everybody here including me wants to shoot a 350 elk or a or a 200 inch mule deer or an 85 inch antelope every time i step out there to go hunt sure. reality is that they don't grow on every tree um and you know we still have to hunt and there's so there is still a certain amount of luck involved in any free range hunting no matter how you look at it and so what is that adventure look like for you what do you want other than just harvesting an animal what do you want that adventure to be for you absolutely and sergio as you work with clients i mean what do you what are what do clients um what do they seem to be looking for do you have to educate them a little bit more if this may be their first time with a guide oh absolutely um Especially, I mean, clients, of course, uh, hunting anywhere, but especially when clients are uh, booking a hunt uh, in Mexico, Argentina, Africa, overseas, that's when I see that uh, they need even more education sure. because, you know, there's a lot of things they need to learn about traveling, bringing their guns. Um, you have the language barrier, a lot of things out there. And one of the things that I always tell, tell people is right now with, with the use of social media, more than ever, so many outfitters out there contact people everywhere, and they can be misled. I mean, they can send them pictures from trail cameras that they don't even belong to them. <laughs> they can tell them everything they want to hear. And please, you know, you have to ask for re- referral. You know, you have to ask for people that recommendations, or you have to use hunting consultants like myself that are reputable, that have been there, that check out these these outfitters ahead of time. I was just hunting in, uh, in, in Mexico, uh, you know, about three weeks ago with a really good friend of mine that has a lot of contacts in Sonora. And they were just telling me some horror stories of people booking hunts with outfitters in Sonora for big mule deer. And I'm talking about ten, fifteen thousand, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 hunts showing up to the airport in Hermosillo and no one picks them up. And oh, wow. by the time they pick up the phone and call that number that they used to call, Guess what? It was one of those phones that you buy, buy in a gas station in Mexico. The phone is disconnected. They are out of their deposit. No one picks them up. So you need to do your homework and, you know, work with someone that can guide you through it. 
um, or has done your home, homework ahead of you, and definitely, you know, ask for references and hopefully, you know, people you can trust. Sure. Um, people work very hard, you know, for their money and to pay for these expensive hunts, and it's it's heartbroken, you know, to see that some people get taken that way. Right. No. And communication, I mean, I, I think we'd both, all three agree, communication is key. And 100%. You've, you've got to talk through, like, like Quentin said, and Sergio, I think when we had Craig Boddington on, uh, you know, a couple of months ago when you uh, were uh, kind enough to set up that interview with us, you know, Craig says, hey, you know, what, what, what is a certain hunt to one guy may not be the hunt for the other guy, you know, and even if you got two guys coming together, they may be looking for different types of hunts. So again, just spelling it out and then letting the outfitter know what you're looking for and, uh, and hey, and if that's not the outfitter for you, great. Hey, at least you both know now, but uh Again, just good communication. Scott, I think you you hit on something well, and and Sergio did at the same time, and checking things out and talking with the people. Watch those references, because when you start looking at those references, there's nobody out there that's going to put a bad reference on their their deal, period. But look for those references that have been unsuccessful on hunts. Look for um, area biologists or game wardens in those areas that, people are using as references and such because those are the people that are going to tell you like it is they have no skin in the game and and at the end of the day they're going to tell you yes that country has that quality of animal in it it harbors you know the the quantity of animals that you've been told about and those kinds of things so don't be afraid to look for those or even ask hey who's your area biologist or game warden mm-hmm. and, and then ask them hey what do you think of this person as an outfitter Sure. Um, and and but like I said, they're they're there to help the public and everybody out just as much, and and uh, it's very important to do that that background check for yourself. For sure, these hunts aren't cheap anymore. And and Sergio <laughs> hit it right on the head. I mean, you're we're worth the days of sixty five to eighty five to nine thousand dollar elk hunts to uh, you know fifteen thousand dollar bear hunts and and things all across the country. So the price can can vary depending on states or countries and things you hunt in and uh, the working man has worked hard for his dollar and you don't want to see that wasted so put it best use work for you and communicate what you're looking for and what you're going to get on your hunt absolutely once again if you're just joining us quentin smith is with us qrs outdoor specialties quentin's number 970-366-0004 and as we mentioned, and Quentin, is that Unit Twenty Four General Tag, or is that General, well, or, or is that General no. Tag anywhere in the state? For Wyoming, the the uh, Unit Twenty Four is an actual draw tag for that specific unit. General okay. is uh, just a lot like col- par- part of Colorado's over-the-counter units, right. uh, statewide tag area, and so there's a selected amount of units that fall under that General Tag. But the right. tag does say G E N General on it. All right, and Quentin's got a couple of spots. If you're looking for a hunt in October, man, call today, 970-366-0004. And with Sergio Alcazar, ALC Global Adventures, uh, once again, if you're looking for a a great hunt, and uh, Sergio does a lot of waterfowl and all as well, and turkey and all kinds of stuff. So we'll get Sergio in here in these next few weeks and uh, recap his recent hunt. But Sergio's number is 303-921-3055. So, gentlemen, thank you both for joining us, and we'll catch up real soon. Fantastic. Thank you very much. much. All right. Real quick, i got to thank a guy named Dom. Dom saw me at Cabela's this morning for a moment, and I was messing around in my garage a little bit, stuck my 
golf putter up on the back of my tonal cover and rode to Cabela's with it on there, and it made it. And uh, Dom walked over to me. I thought he was just looking at my truck since it was wrapped and liked it, but he pointed out my putter was still on the back of my tonal cover. So, Dom, thank you very much. I appreciate it. You're listening to Sportsman of Colorado. we got to take a quick break. Be right back. Now's the time to get into D&D Tire and get your vehicle ready for those beautiful mountain drives or those summer road trips with the family. From AC and heating, brake service, battery replacement, engine repair, transmission service, oil changes, and of course, all of your tire needs, D&D Tire has you covered. Right now, you can get up to six months special financing with approved credit and $150 back on a qualifying tire purchase when you open a Goodyear credit account. If you're looking for trustworthy technicians and reasonable prices along with outstanding service, it's D&D Tire. Three locations to serve you, two in Aurora and one in Parker. Check them out, ddtireservice.com. Avoid the pitfalls with Kevin Flesh. Picture this. You're in court before a judge and jury trying to get the at-fault party's insurance company to cover your hospital bills, and the defense attorney pulls out your medical records. Comparing what you said to the police at the scene of your injury to what your doctor transcribed, you've contradicted yourself. You start to get nervous. You don't want to look like an idiot, but you simply don't recall what you said to the police. That was a long time ago. KLC's personal injury attorney, Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law, prepares you for these kinds of questions so you never need to worry about what to say. Of course, the opposition will always try to call your credibility into question. But with Kevin Flesh, you always know exactly how to respond. Schedule a free consultation now at 303-806-8886. Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law. Trial tested. Trial ready. For over eight years, you've been hearing me talk about Phoenix Weaponry in Berthard. Hey, this is Scott Watley, your host of Sportsman of Colorado, here once again to tell you why Phoenix Weaponry should be your choice to build your new custom firearm. Phoenix Weaponry is a custom firearms manufacturer. With a combined experience of over 45 years, the Phoenix family can master even the most unique idea. Phoenix Weaponry manufactures of precision custom parts for ARs and builds custom precision rifles, as well as a full line of pistol, shotgun, and rifle suppressors. Whether you're an experienced connoisseur or a new enthusiast, let Phoenix Weaponry build you a dream rifle or a range blaster. Phoenix Weaponry is your one-stop shop for all of your firearm needs. Owner Aaron Casey says our attention to detail and one-on-one customer service sets us apart from our competition. Do it yourself or complete bills at Phoenix Weaponry. They're there to help you build your dream gun. Call them today, 720-340-2496. If you can dream it, Phoenix Weaponry can build it. 720-340-2496 or check them out at phoenixweaponry.com. Hi, Jack Corgan for Len Lyle Chevrolet. Len Lyle Chevrolet is open and safe. It's truck month, and they have the best deals of the year on all trucks and SUVs, like up to 10000 off on half-ton Silverados. Or come check out the all-new Tahoes and Suburbans for 2021. Len Lyle has been there for 35 years, and low overhead really does mean low prices. Check them out on the web, lenlylechevy.com. Go east and pay the least. Chevy. Find new roads. Rush to Reason with John Rush. Weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560.
Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. Again, thank you so much for joining us today. Going to go to the phones now and talk to our good friend Billy Paddock from the Outdoorsman's Attic, one of my favorite stores. They're located at 2650 West Hamden. I was over there yesterday, and, boy, a lot of gear to look through upstairs and downstairs. So, Billy, thanks for being with us today. How are you, bud? I'm doing well. Thanks, Scott, for having me on. You bet, man. I always love talking with you guys. And, you know, I tell you, it's it must be fun you know i mean there's frustrations with owning any business but it's got to be fun having a store that you just you never know what the next truck or car that pulls up and the door opens of what they're may possibly bring in that they want to sell through the outdoorsman's attic yeah you know after oh geez almost 10 years now uh it still surprises me what people have in their closets and attics and everything else you know right um and how good a shape stuff is in you know um, but yeah, it's, it's great. It's, it's a learning experience for me, for sure. <laughs> sure, sure. And, you know, let's kind of talk about that a minute, because I, th- I think sometimes, you know, you get the, the guy and I'll say the guy, cause probably most women are better at this than guys, but, um, you get the guy that, you know, Hey, you know, he paid, you know, 500 bucks for, you know, an, an item and boy, he thinks he should be able to sell it for 600 cause he barely used it. You know, I mean, people have to get in the right mindset to realize, I mean, if they've owned it, it's you, so to speak, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I, I tell people it's just like a car dealer. The second you drive, drive it off the lot, I don't care how, how pretty it is and everything, you got to be realistic that it's now a used item. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that being said, I mean, we get a lot of things that still have tags on them. You know? Oh, no, absolutely. Uh, people, people either buy the wrong thing or they think that they're going to go and do something and they don't. But, yeah, I mean... You know, 99% of the people that come in here are pretty realistic about their pricing, you know, and are actually shocked at what they can get for a used item. Yeah, you know? yeah. And no there's doubt. there's nothing wrong with them. I think it's pretty easy for consignment sure. um, to, to try and get your, uh, your money out of it. Well, and I tell people, man, you're going to get a lot more for it, too. Just simply being in a store setting where people are coming in all the time looking for outdoor gear, whatever we're talking about, camping, hunting, fishing, whatever, then you trying to, you know, sell it online and taking good pictures or something or sitting in a garage trying to do a garage sale. I mean, man, who wants to do that? <laughs> oh, yeah, the the garage sales, those those are tough. You know, everybody's looking for pennies on the dollar at that point when, they're, you know, when they walk into your garage looking at your gear. And uh, we kind of take that out of the, the equation. You know, we're a professional setting. Uh, people expect that, yep, yeah, you know, we're going to come in here and look around and, and find that, that one particular item, and they know that it's a fair deal. Absolutely. Once again, Billy Paddock is our guest. It's the Outdoorsman's Attic, 2650 West Hamden. And, um, and basically, if this is the first time you've heard Billy, we'll just educate you here just a little bit. This is an consignment store for the outdoors now not skiing and golf okay we're talking about hunting fishing camping but any gear that fits under that umbrella just about you can take it to the outdoorsman's attic you guys figure out a price and they will do their best to sell it for you and so it is a great great store and uh we'll kind of run through the layout of the store upstairs um as soon as you walk in you're going to notice a lot of sitka gear and um man we have got that down. I mean, you will never see this on sale, first of all. But, Billy, you're about 40% off of retail price on the Sitka that you have there. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, and we still have a lot of lot of Sitka gear here. But, yeah, 40% off of retail, which is almost unheard of, unless you know somebody that knows somebody. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, really, yeah. Kind of deal. But those are few and far between. But, yeah, it's all, it's all great brand-new stuff. 
um, you know, from the pack line to even the casual line, we mm-hmm. still have plenty of that stuff. Right. Um, and most of the patterns are still available. Yes, sir. So it's a good way to save a buck and get into some excellent gear. Man, no doubt. And, uh, you know, on one wall, they've got a lot of packs. I was in there yesterday, as I mentioned. Uh, boy, there were some boots in there, and there was one pair I was looking at that was, you know, brand new. And, I mean, you could tell has never, that sole has never seen the dirt. And uh, so, as Billy said, you just never know what you're going to find there. So, man, if you're looking for some gear, you know, sleeping bags, tents, all that kind of stuff, which we will bring up now. If you're going through some of your uh, gear, uh, maybe here over the weekend, and uh, all, uh, and you're saying, hey, I'm not using this. Hey, take it over there and see Billy and Patty or Bill, uh, Billy's dad, and, uh, man, get it in the store and turn it into cash. And you, you open us an account, so kind of explain how that works. Yeah, yeah, so it's pretty easy. Um, everything's tracked on a, on a website um, and also through our computer system. So it prints out a barcode for each item that you bring in. Uh, so it's real easy to see what's selling, you know, in your account, and that account will always follow you through the store, uh, you know, until you decide not to be, you know, bringing stuff in. Mm-hmm. Um, it's super easy to set up. Um, we'll walk you through that kind of thing, and then also with the pricing structure, um, you still do have to realize that you are <laughs> you're, you you have a used item there, you know. So unless it's a collectible, it's, <laughs> it's going to be priced accordingly. Right. Um, you know, but I mean, think think seasonal. You know, right now we're we're in springtime, so almost everything's going to be opening up again. Hopefully, yeah, uh, yeah, get rid no of doubt. All this weather, sure. And uh, I mean, we're there's there's definitely voids in the store that we we're really gunning for. You know, a lot of the camping gear has kind of shrunk down. Um, same thing with the fishing gear; that's going to start ramping back up. You know, but um, chances are, if you use it outdoors and everything, we can sell it in the store. Right. And they also carry guns and uh, ammo as well. And um, and we were just talking here before the show. Uh, Billy was counting out some ammo. So, hey, go yeah, in yeah. and check them out, and um, hopefully they'll have what you need. But if not, uh, man, I'm telling you, just check back in there every few days because, again, you never know uh, what's going to come through. And maybe you're one that's, um, you know, man, you've got some ammo. Maybe you don't have that rifle anymore, that shotgun anymore, pistol anymore, and you want to turn that into cash. You know, there's some stores that won't deal with with ammo. But, uh, Billy, kind of explain the, the details on that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, first and foremost, no no hobbyist reload guy. You know, <laughs> I don't. we don't need that, and I don't think anybody right. wants that kind of stuff. But as long as it's factory ammo, even partials, you know, uh, we'll go ahead and turn them. Uh, ammo is... A pretty high commodity right now. Uh, everybody's kind of scrambling to try and get the loads for hunting season. Uh, I know that I'm really behind the gun on my black powder hunt this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, 209 primers are awful to try and get. Yep. Um, and we can't order stuff. It's just, uh, it's gone ridiculous. And so on the consignment side, that that's where we kind of fill the void. Um, that's kind of happened because of the, uh, the recent situations that we have going on. Yep, sure. Um, yeah. And licenses are available there at the Outdoorsman's Attic. So, hey, don't go wait in line, do all the things. Now, we just finished up our our first uh, round of the big game draw, but uh, pretty quick they will have that second round coming out. But if you need any kind of licenses, fishing, whatever, you can get all that there at the Outdoorsman's Attic. Once again, they're located at 2650 West Hamden. Now, slipping downstairs, uh, boy, a lot of things down there as well, including uh, live bait. So tell us what all you got there. Yep, yep. Uh, we were 
actually kind of shocked that we now have uh, leeches in stock. Usually that's about a, uh, I think we're probably about two weeks early for that. But, yeah, leeches showed up. And then we have, uh, of course, the, the night crawlers. And um, we do have a bait tank, so it's got the shiners and fathead minnows in there as well. Uh, we're still working on trying to get a better supplier for our live suckers. Mm-hmm. You guys really like those, but uh, the people that we've been using, I think, are are uh, really proud of them, and I don't want to pass that that expense off to our customers. That's, so yeah. still working on that. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Now, also down there, uh, speaking of live bait, Scott, the gunsmith. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, yeah, we've got we got Scott down there as a gunsmith. Yeah, and, and you know, this is a great time to kind of be going through. I mean, a lot, not a lot going on here for our firearms, so, boy, a lot, great time to get in there. Hey, maybe if it's just a good, thorough cleaning and, um, you know, maybe you're not confident in taking yours apart or whatever, but, man, you can take your firearm into Scott. He can do a good, thorough cleaning, check it out. And, um, you know, man, I've never seen anything that that guy couldn't fix. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even for us amateur gunsmiths like myself, where you take something apart and and think that you know how to put it back together, he's a good resource for me. I just bring you right back down there, and he he schools me and says, nope, you did it wrong, and here it is. (laughs) Exactly. You know, I know that there's plenty of guys out there that do that. Sure. Well, once again, it's the Outdoorsman's Attic, 2650 West Hamden. When you go in there... uh, one of three people will be there, if not all three, but Billy will probably be there, uh, Patty, his mom, Bill, family-owned company. And I'm telling you, we need to support our local companies. And I certainly understand buying online and saving some money, but you know what? Hey, for the couple of bucks, please go and support our local companies. Uh, that's what is going to keep all of this going for us, and that is supporting good, good people uh, like Billy and his folks there. And uh, just a great store. It's called the Outdoorsman's Attic. And, again, if you've got some gear you want to turn into cash, hey, take it over there. And if you're in the market to buy something and you haven't been over, go check them out. And want to, this is one of these stores that you want to come in a few times a week, I promise you. So 2650 West Hamden, and it's the Outdoorsman's Attic. So, Billy, I know you're busy on a Saturday, but thank you very much, sir, and we'll see you soon. All right. Thank you for the time. All right. Thank you, sir. You're listening to Sports from Colorado. we got to take a short break, and we'll be back with more right after this. This is Chris Kane with 303 Roofer. If you have an insurance claim on your roof and want to keep some of that money in your pocket, give us a call and we'll give you a cash bid to replace your roof. You pay insurance every month and now insurance has paid you. It's your money and we understand that. So give us a call at 303-390-1382 or visit our website, 303roofer.com. Hey, let me tell you about one of my favorite stores. It's the Outdoorsman's Attic located at 2650 West Hamden in Sheridan. Hi, this is Scott Watley, and you may ask, why is this one of my favorite stores? Well, you never know what you're going to find. But I will promise you this. You will find great service and great bargains from this family-owned store. It may be a great deal on that 12-gauge shotgun you've been looking for. Or maybe that rifle you haven't been able to find anywhere And hey, they might even have that ammo in stock that you have been driving all over town looking for. The Outdoorsman's Attic is a consignment store for hunting, fishing, and camping gear. Now look, you've been moving that gear around your garage for months. Don't move it. Take it to the Outdoorsman's Attic and turn it into cash. Need to get that fishing license? Maybe grab some live bait? Head on over to 2650 West Hamden. And if your firearm needs a little work, ask for Scott the Gunsmith. 
It's the Outdoorsman's Attic, 2650 West Hamden. Tell them Scott sent you. Howdy folks, this is Lucas down at the Meat Cleaver. For the past 47 years, you've known us for Denver's highest quality wild game cutting. We are now offering custom beef processing. If you have a beef that you need slaughter dates for, give us a ring at 303-458-7563. We have availability all this spring and summer. Again, call the Meat Cleaver at 303-458-7563. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses? Well, look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. Rush to Reason with John Rush, weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado. My name is Scott Watley. We appreciate you being with us. Just a reminder now, if you miss our live show on Saturdays from 1 to 2, you can catch us twice on Sundays, and that is from 8 to 9 a.m. and once again in the evening, 7 to 8 p.m. We're going to go to the phones now and talk to a new guest for us, Nick Charney, Apex Ammo. And Nick is one of the founders and owners there of Apex Ammo. So, Nick, thanks for being with us. Absolutely. Thank you. It's my pleasure to be here. All right. And also in studio, Sergio Alcazar from ALC Global Adventures and uh, Kevin Flesh, of course, our co-host here on Sportsman of Colorado. So, Kevin and Sergio, I guess I... How are you guys? We're doing great. <laughs> Beautiful great. day in Colorado. It is. It is. Great day to talk about ammo. Nick, number one question. Where is all the ammo? <laughs> oh, that, that seems to be the hottest question around today, doesn't My it? Where is Lord. all the ammo? Why can't you find none? Wow. So let's take that for a minute, and I'm not trying to get in political stuff, whatever. I just – did this – did you guys see anything like this coming, you know, a year ago, six months ago, or when did you know that maybe some supplies were not going to be available and we were going to be in a, a crunch here for ammo? Uh, probably about eight to ten months ago. Um, you know, not really. It, it, I wouldn't say it's much more the political climate. Is it's more the um, it's more just the the detriment that uh, COVID nineteen has done to the global supply chain. And so, oftentimes, you kind of have suppliers who are reliant on other aspects that you will from other locations and other geographical locations across the globe that all it really takes is one hiccup in their supply chain to you know disrupt and, and generate a cascading effect if you will whether it be uh you know brass whether it be lead whether it be copper uh whether it just be a a, a small compound in the composition of gunpowder i mean you just hiccup one of those things and it just creates a cascading event or a domino effect that uh just tends to uh 
levy itself across the entire spectrum because a lot of those companies kind of rely on the same um, manufacturers or component producers uh, from all across the globe. And so you're kind of seeing that amplified now where, you know, nobody has ammo. Well, Nick, I appreciate you being here. And uh, I'm part of your team of Apex. And thank you so much for uh, letting me part of a great team. Your product, it's unbelievable. And we'll let you talk a little bit more about it in, in here in a minute. I was introduced to your product about two years ago when I was uh, hunting with, with Mojo in Mexico for predators. And I've never seen anything like that. Your TSS shot is incredible. I mean, we were shooting coyotes at 75 yards with number four shot. It's impressive. Um, and I think right now I see a trend uh, from a year and a half ago to now. People are talking more and more and more about TSS, but I still believe that there's a lot of people that don't understand exactly how it works and, and why it does what it does. So I'll let you talk a little bit about your amazing product. Sure. Um, so we specialize and in, in started uh, with um, using and bringing to the market as the first company to um, a shot uh, from an alloy called Tungsten Super Shot. So it's a U.S. Fish and Wildlife approved non-toxic alloy, which is comprised of 96% uh, tungsten, 2% nickel, and 2% iron. So tungsten is one of the most densest uh, materials known to man. And so its true density comes in around 19.1, but because a, a pure tungsten form is typically in a powder base, uh, you have to center it with a little bit of other alloys, some nickel and some iron to actually form a, you know, a metal pellet from it. And so we use this uh, super dense alloy, um, kind of the same premise back in the day when you know, most folks used to use number six lead for ducks and now they use number four. We kind of just amplified that spectrum where you can uh, shrink the shot size, maintain the density, maintain the power, the energy uh, and the weight behind it in order to uh, use smaller shot sizes so you can pack much more much more pellets in a payload than you would get from traditional less dense alloys like lead, steel, bismuth and things like that. And so you can really saturate your target uh, with a better pattern without sacrificing any uh, downrange energy uh, in order to make sure that you know you're not crippling or wounding uh, you know animals and you can just increase your harvest rate without shooting as much. So, Nick, let's kind of go through your product line a little bit. I mean, we got, of course, all the way, I guess, from 410s uh, to 10 gauge, you know, as far as being big. Uh, do, you, do you have something in your product line for, you know, 410, 28 gauge, 12, 16, 20, all that? Absolutely. We, uh, we make everything from 10 gauge to 410 and everything in between, um, mostly on our turkey side, on our uh, predator and big game side. Uh, we typically stick to 12 gauge and uh, dabble in a little bit of 20. Um, with waterfowl, we're in 12, 28, uh, 20, and 410. Um, and then upland right now, we traditionally focus on, uh, again, uh, 12, 20, 28, and 410. Um, not many 10-gauge upland hunters out there. No. Yeah, no and doubt. What, what shot are you using for mainly your upland birds? It depends on uh, what bird you're going after. You know, if you're really going after small birds like quail, um, and, you know, typically maybe Hungarian partridge, which usually fold pretty easily, um, you can get away with the nines and use those more than effectively without, um, and the great thing about this stuff is it's not a, it's not a very malleable metal. It doesn't deform very easily. So you don't get a lot of the excessive damage that you would from using big lead pellets. And so you're able to recoup more meat, um, but, you know, and actually save the bird should you choose to, you know, utilize the meat and then also get it, um, you know, uh, mounted, if you will. Um, for your bigger birds, like, uh, you know, big grouse and pheasants, um, typically, a lot of folks either use the seven and a halves or eight. 
Um, you know, those big late-season hardy roosters uh, tend to, you know, really have a, a good set of feathers on them. And so we just kind of recommend around the eights or the seven and a halves for that. Uh, while the nines can still do it, those eights are just, um, you know, kind of a surefire thing, if you will. Gotcha. So, Nick, I've seen um, tungsten being used in the fishing world a lot for jigs and that sort of thing. And and the reason that they're using it there is they're, you know, you can use a smaller jig and have a faster fall rate in regards to uh, the water column. Um, what are you seeing uh, with regards to the tungsten and its performance in each of these gauges in comparison to, let's say, lead for upland? Because um, it sounds like you're able to use a smaller piece of the tungsten in the way of the BB size and get a more dramatic impact, uh, you know, out in, in distance. Absolutely. Your comment about baits are great just because, you know, you're reducing your amount of lead and, you know, being able to lose a lead, uh, you know, sinker or a jig or some type of that notion. And then the great thing about that tungsten is it's so dense that you can feel the bottom. You know, you can actually feel what structure you're fishing over, right. um, you know, versus lead that makes it difficult. And what what TSS is really allowed to do in the shot shell arena is really revolutionize the sub-gauges. Um, you know, we still have a predominant amount of our folks that like to use 12-gauge with it, uh, just simply because nothing else puts a pattern up like it. Uh, but you're really able to increase your payloads um, in things like 20-gauge, where we offer an ounce and five-eighths turkey load uh, that's our most popular seller. Um, we have an ounce and three-eighths load in the 20-gauge, which is, or sorry, 28-gauge, which is you know, unheard of. Yeah, that's... And then we offer a 7 8 ounce in the 410, which is, again, unheard of because of these small pellets and they're so dense, you can actually compact um, a lot more shot and more payload uh, into the shell, which allows you to put more pellets on target at, a, you know, a little bit of extended distance. Um, and it's really revolutionized the sub-gauges for youth, elderly, disabled, you know, or anybody trying to introduce their significant other into the outdoors. You're really able to not hinder them or give them a crutch of, you know, 35 yards and in with these sub-gauges, which have been known to be with lead. This year, for the, this last past season, for the first time, I actually started using uh, the, your turkey loads. And before, I used to use basically lead, number four shot, number five. I started using, on your recommendation, uh, number nines, and it was incredible. Uh, I was able to shoot uh, a turkey in Florida about 60 yards away, um, in Kansas, almost 70 yards and 55 yards. And something that I tell people is that these are ethical, clean shots. With tungsten, as you said, you have enough power in that shot that even if you are taking longer shots, these are ethical, clean shots. And that's one of, one of the things that I love about uh, TSS. What's your opinion on that? You know, while it certainly does extend your range, it certainly that's kind of the elephant in the room is, you know, what is an ethical distance? Um, so we kind of tend to speak to the science and the capability of what it can do. Um, so what we typically do is we model, we use uh, kind of the same ballistics gel that you would say like the FBI would use to model body and tissue damage. In a, uh, a number nine TSS pellet at 40 yards will actually out-penetrate, further penetrate than a number four lead equivalent. And so uh, what you're able to do is be able to maintain that energy and that velocity downrange. And, um, at 70 yards, a number nine TSS pellet will actually penetrate an inch and a half in ballistic shell. And at 40 yards, you're achieving about four inches of penetration in ballistic shell. So the actual science behind it um, is, is there. And it's, uh, you know, it's, it's difficult to refute because, you know, there was a lot of marketing gimmicks out there trying to portray something that it isn't. Um, the science 100% is behind it. And you're able to keep more pellets with uh, more velocity and more energy downrange at, uh, at further distances. Wow. 
That sounds awesome. Yeah, for sure. And, of course, the patterns are incredible. I mean, it patterns very, very well. Uh, of course, I always recommend people to you know, pattern their guns ahead of time. Uh, my favorite, of course, is to use the mojo chokes, but there's a variety of chokes out there that people can use. But always encourage people to pattern their guns first before they go in the field. But with TSS, I mean, they can definitely achieve some uh, results that they haven't seen before with lead. Absolutely. Um, you know, just due to the amount of pellets and their energy, um, you know, typically what you want for a good hunting pattern, you're kind of a max effective range. And we usually use this a lot with 410s just because a lot of uh, customers will try to use maybe an older 410 that was never built for a screw-in choke. So they typically either have like a fixed full choke or a fixed modified. Is If you can achieve uh, 100 pellets or 100 hits inside a 10-inch circle, um, at, at X distance, so usually with a 410 with an aftermarket choke, uh, many customers are reaching 50-yard turkey guns with these things these days. But typically what we try to explain to folks that have, say, a, a late 80s you know, 410 with a fixed uh, full choke is kind of to shoot your gun. And when you feel like you can achieve um, 100 pellets in a 10-inch circle at X distance, that's really a consistent uh, killing pattern if, is what we would say. Right. Nick Jorney is our guest. He's with Apex Ammo. And um, Sergio Alcazar is with us from ALC Global Adventures. Kevin Flesh, of course, co-host here on Sportsman of Colorado, also in studio with us. So when you guys talk about all the design and testing and all, before you introduce a new product, about how long from the time you guys sit in a room and draw it up and think it up to the time all the testing is out till you introduce it, how long is that period of time normally? Uh, usually it spans anywhere between 6 and 12 months um, just to do our due diligence to make sure everything um, is, you know, essentially up to key, up to par. Uh, so what we try to do, you know, it could be as short as six months if we're simply just exchanging sh- shot sizes or modifying a payload, if you will. Uh, but if it's typically a brand-new designed round, usually we try to get a minimum of a year under our belt from uh, kind of idea to, you know, conception, if you will, to market, just for the simple fact is you want to make sure that uh, you're doing all your due diligence on the back end and, and trying to uncover as many variables as, that are unknown, um, you know, whether they work with certain guns, what they work with certain chokes, um, how does the pattern look, how can you improve it. Um, you, so you kind of want to really peel back everything that you possibly can and, and have as many variables answered or addressed um, as possible just because, there's so many customers out there. There's there's infinite possibilities of chokes and guns, and um, you know you want to just make sure that it fits to you know all guns. It's safe. Most importantly, there's uh, you know no issues with temperature, um, you know climate conditions, if you will. Uh, you really want to be able just to to cover every aspect you possibly can uh, that it, that a hunter would experience out in the outdoors. Right. Re- relating to the tungsten shot, we, you talked a little bit about the patterning and things like that. What about um, the use? Can you use these shells in any of the – are there any limitations with any of the shotguns out there in, in using tungsten? Uh, yes, there is. Um, typically, you want to traditionally use uh, any gun that is kind of proofed for modern steel. So typically what we advise is, you know, of course, don't use it in any type of Damascus steel, which is very brittle. Right. Um, and, don't, and don't also use it in um, – a lot of, if you do want to choose to use it in an older gun, so really the gun industry started introducing uh, low-carbon, high-tensile-strength steel uh, kind of in the late 30s, early 40s, but that was well before anything other than lead was used. And so these guns were never, quote-unquote, deemed safe for steel because we had never thought about that at the time. Everybody just assumed lead was going to be it. 
And so what we typically recommend is if you have an older gun, sometime from the mid-60s or earlier, just as a safety precaution, you know, consult your local gunsmith. Make sure that if it can stand, uh, withstand modern current SAMI pressures um, and it's hard enough steel to be able to use for, um, you know, steel-type shot, uh, that you know it's safe to use but each and everybody's gun is different so typically these are this was designed and made for um, current you know modern high tensile strength low carbon steel uh, barrels that are kind of tapered where they're you know pretty thick in the back and as they you know go out they start to taper out where a lot of the chamber pressure um, occurs and so really if you're using something from the uh, you know 80s and beyond uh, you're 99% safe you know there's always that one off but uh, if you if we have had customers use the old Browning A5 some Winchester Model 37s, um, you know, and things of that nature, and, and, and they've done it with great success. We just advise them to just consult with their local gunsmith to make sure that their gun is safe. Uh, some of those older guns may have not been taken care of as well, um, and we just want to make sure that safety is the, the top priority. Sure. So, Nick, what's your best guess? Um, and not trying to hold you to anything, but when do you think we'll start seeing some uh, your ammo back on the shelves? You know, we build every day, Monday through Friday, and some and in some cases we build six days a week. Um, you know, we have a team, and all of our stuff is hand built. We don't have uh, you know any type of magical machine that just spits them out a thousand a minute, if you will. A lot like these bigger established companies, uh, where we really shine and make our make our products better is they're hand built using um, components that are hard and difficult to go through a machine, but it often yields a result that is unmatched against any other competitor. Right. And so uh, we work and we build every day. Uh, every day on our online website, we post at 5 o'clock uh, Central Time our current inventory that's 100% accurate. Uh, and the guys are shipping um, every day, day in and day out, as long as the UPS truck can make it to the uh, make it to the shop. And so uh, we're working frantically to get caught up. We build year-round um, and, you know, oftentimes build early in the year, uh, late summer, early fall, starting for turkey production, when a lot of your bigger retailers kind of tend to come in and make their higher end or make their high end purchases. Sure. Um, and then we try to typically during season and slightly before focus on the direct to consumer aspect, uh, who typically wait about 30 to 90 days prior to season to make their purchase. But uh, we're building year round absolutely as fast as we can. We just refuse to sacrifice, you know, quantity for or sorry quality for quantity no absolutely and uh so can, can we go to your website apex com and order direct there or just from stores really you can do both um you can order through uh our, we have a list of our online retailers and some of them do uh we do like to service a lot of small businesses because that's what we are and we like to make sure that they're taken care of absolutely uh, but there's a lot of stores such as rogers max um, that you can order direct from Presley's Outdoors, Whitaker's Guns in Kentucky. A lot of these people sell online as well, but you can also order direct from our website at any time throughout the year at apexmunition.com. Um, you know, certain, of course, barring certain state uh, shipping laws such as California, New York, Illinois, you know, there might be some you have to ship to federal firearms license holders or people that hold their, you know, in Illinois, their FOID card or their CCL. Gotcha. Uh, so barring some of those state restrictions, you know, we, we do ship direct to your door. Okay. Well, Sergio has talked me into changing to Apex ammo, so I'll, I'll have to get some of your Upland uh, ammo there and for turkey here. I think my turkey hunt's April 20th, so Kevin and I, we're going together, so we will see. We will certainly uh, be loaded up with Apex ammo for this, so we appreciate it. 
You will never go back. Absolutely. <laughs> you try it. Yeah. Well, Nick, hey, bud, we appreciate your time. We will do this again. And, uh, you know, anytime there's something new coming out with you guys or whatever, uh, get in touch with us. And uh, you are always welcome here on Sportsman of Colorado Radio. Thank you. It was my pleasure to be here. And thank you, gentlemen, for the time today. And I enjoyed it dearly. All right. We did as well. Sergio, thanks for setting that up, sir. Thank you. I appreciate it. And thank you so much, Nick, for your time. And uh, we'll do it again. And looking forward to try that ammo that is just coming my way. Absolutely. All right. Kevin, thanks, sir. You bet. Thank you. Appreciate it. We want to thank you and all of our guests for being with us today. Hope everyone has a great weekend. And we'll talk to you next week with more of Sportsman of Colorado Radio. expressed on KLZ 560 are those of the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ Management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country station.